sometimes the light at the end of the tunnel is actually a train. <laughs> It's a train! Welcome to episode number 14 of Deep Dark Tunnel Diaries. I am here with Seven Heavens. Is that your DJ name? Yeah. Who is a DJ from New York. I don't know. I keep changing my name. I, I feel so indecisive on it. I, I used to go with Seven Sevens with Seven Sevens because I thought it was really funny to tell people that. Um, but it's really hard to type in and some people will like six sevens or like eight sevens and it won't be me. So I'm, I'm just currently doing three S's, which is not a denomination of seven. So I've kind of betrayed the concept. What is the significance of seven heavens? Uh, blade worship. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song, um, Blade has, um, uh, Noblest Stride off of three 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 um so like I, i'm like a blade old head if that can even be said not to not to brag but when he released uh three 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 um there's a song noblest stride and noblest stride had the, the verse um seven tears seven something seven different heavens and i'd always like repeat that with my friends until the name seven heavens just got embolded in my head and i was making a world of warcraft character and they didn't have like room for my name, so I just called this this character Seven Heavens, and that's how it started. So, what exactly do you mix? Like, what is your style? Uh, stylistically, I mix um, jungle, two-step, dubstep, and drum and bass. Um, I prefer sounds that um, are bouncy and have sort of more like a um, like a, a juvenileness to them, um, as well as chopped-up vocals, um, preferentially those with a higher pitch. Um, and using those vocals to complement the drum sounds uh, that I'm playing. So what is the evolution of your sound? You described to me in a previous conversation how you've gravitated before to like gritty and dark themes, but now you like to exhibit more light and optimistic sounds. Yeah, I think that the, the evolution comes from a sense of discovery of the self. Um, when I was a little younger and maybe a little more insecure about who I was as a person, I tended to think that things that were serious, gritty, dark, were almost had more artistic value or were more serious than things that are like lighthearted, uh, melodic, or bubbly. Um, and this was in great contrast to who I am as a person. I'm a really goofy guy and I like to express myself um, in almost uh, like a hyperbolic way but I always felt sort of self-conscious about it so as I spent time like discovering myself um, and like being more comfortable with myself I kind of said like I want to have music and like I want to express myself in a way that like more conveys my personality and take that side of myself more seriously despite it being not serious at all so I now feel to the point where I'm comfortable with myself to be more goofy and like bubbly and express that in the sounds and the music I play. Now playing It's Alright by Shui Yo 2 from the Ascend Network compilation album Keys to the Gate Part 1. We also describe the theme of escapism. So how does escapism contribute to your music and how do you use that as sort of like an outlet? Um, I think escapism for me is like um, 
My immediate situation when I started getting serious about like making music and involving myself with Ascend Network was about combating a sense of loneliness from the, the consequence of my mom passing away um, and some of the challenges that arose during that. I wanted to escape into a place where I felt that I was artistically valid and that I could express myself and to do so I felt the need to create a space, Ascend on Network. And through there, I connected with a bunch of like great artists, uh, including the wonderful host herself. Using escapism as a means to like, evade the real, real like darkness that was enveloping my life to find the sort of light that I like to express myself in both visually and sonically. And now more than ever, I see artists sort of like capturing a specific feeling and engulfing that within their realm, which is made up of different types of media. And this, to me, feels like more than just um, distribution or delivery of their art. To me, it feels like they're trying to make a place, a destination for their listeners to immerse themselves in. So what do you have anything to comment about like the creation of this realm, which a lot of artists are doing now? I think it's like it's like multifaceted. So one, I think a lot of artists are becoming more multidisciplined because there's so many platforms of so many different types of media that, if left unattended, are sort of like, you know, left on the floor. Like for example, uh, music artists being more involved in the creation of their own videos makes a lot of sense because if you're not making videos, you're not utilizing YouTube or you're not utilizing TikTok, both of which platforms can advance your career musically despite having almost nothing to do with uh, sound or, or music but being audiovisual platforms. Um, also, I think that um, escapism as a theme is really helpful uh, in combating loneliness created by the internet, which we find ourselves almost overstimulated and information is flying at us like a million miles an hour. And through all this information being ingested by people, it seems that it becomes harder and harder to make your voice and to find yourself somewhere other than where you are. So I think like a more ethereal, more escapist sound is extremely helpful with removing yourself from moments of loneliness or isolation created by our visual culture and all this information to like instantly elevate someone out of a place and give them like an instant relief of happiness. And there's another example of that polarity within technology, which you've described as being able to connect all of us, but at the same time exhibit sort of this like lonely liminal feeling. So can you go into more depth into what that polarity is? Yeah, I think that when we're when we have a sense of being more connected, um, are extremely connected, um, it's easy to feel that oneself isn't enough because there's so many seemingly real comparisons to be drawn from those around you, and it becomes almost more difficult to focus on the self. The ego, more and more and more, is becoming an amalgamation of connections and amalgamation of um, information received um, rather than being an, an analysis of the self or um, coming intrinsically. So. While the internet is great at, you know, discovering sides of yourself or finding ways to articulate thoughts that you're having, it's also a way to objectively compare yourself and objectively place yourself amongst other people or other bits of information which can ultimately be isolating. How do you use technology within your artistry? I think I do it, I do it two ways. So one, um, I like to make generative visuals um, and using these visuals um, as a means to respond to like the simple drums and the complexity of the drums and the music I like to play. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's hard as hell to DJ and I, I, I've been clashing more than I used to when I used to DJ trance. Um, but. The, the drums in Two Steps and Garage are often like bouncy and uh, off time, um, off beat even, and they 
really obfuscate generative practices and things like Touch Designer, uh, which I think really cool effect. But I'm also involved in creating a network of artists and other creatives through uh, the Ascend Network and using platforms like Twitch to create a almost pseudo-real world, or pseudo-virtual world through streaming and exploring other people's interest and the intimacy that a stream can provide to an audience, which is viewing it. Now playing Give Me Love by Neo, off of the Ascend Network compilation album. And that sort of takes us into a different discussion, into like this virtual realm which you have created or a network. So what is this network? Like what is the name and why do you describe it as a network? Yeah, so it's Ascend Network. The E is missing because the domain would be $2,000. So I literally can't afford the E in Ascend uh, dot network. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Ascend Network is the idea that the internet exists as a tool. Um, like I said before, when I was talking about isolation, the internet can exist as a tool to create connections and to connect people from around the world. So what I wanted to challenge myself with was creating something which the medium was networking with other people and the art the artistry is expressed in, in following the, the networking that occurs by virtue of doing these virtual shows while also giving artists um, an accessible platform to create streams and to create uh, live performances which they can use to connect their audiences and further their own networks so now there's this network within a network. I use the terminology network over something, say, a collective, because a network implies something that's expansive or liquid. Someone's able to easily come in or come out of the network. It's not binding. Um, they should only choose to participate if they wish, something like an actual computing network, versus a collective, which implies that everyone within has a set responsibility or a set role, and that being initiated into this project is um, something major and something that is defining towards the self. So I am part of X collective, I am part of Y collective is a little more static than being, oh, I'm a part of this network, which you can so freely choose to involve or not involve yourself. What is Ascend Network's primary form of delivery? So currently we use twitch.tv um, and Twitch is great because it allows people to stream directly from their bedrooms and to open up a sense of intimacy towards people who are participating virtually and allows them to express themselves in the multimedia way we were talking about earlier. So I use that and leverage the hosting feature. So when we do more formal, so there's two things. There's one, the residence program, and the residence program exists as a way for artists to come in and interpret their own idea of what streaming should be and what putting on a virtual performance should be. And then those ideas are then amalgamated into our more formal shows, where they're often called layer shows. And the layer represents a journey from layer one to layer seven, which is a journey across some sort of structural motif to arrive at some sort of penultimate show. And these shows take all the ideas from the residents that they contribute and put them into these more grander productions. And the grander productions utilize the host feature on Twitch, which allows one central channel
channel to basically send viewerships to another channel. So it creates almost this network of itself where there's a root channel, i.e. the Ascend Network main channel, and then there's node channels which are along this network. And the viewers then go on this journey across the network that's being provided with every show. It's sort of this double entendre on the name Ascend Network. Now playing Keep Up by Osamu, off of the Ascend Network compilation album. What defines a virtual stage, and how does it differ from a physical stage? So I think what they have, obviously, so I think I'll go backwards on your question. I think a stage is represented as a barrier between someone performing something and someone watching something. So when we perform in an area designated as a stage in a physical space, there's an understanding in the crowd that the person performing is someone putting on a show. They're almost a non-interacting identity, but they're to be interacted with, if that makes sense, right? So if we think, um, say, uh, Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden and they're singing a song, right? the audience isn't necessarily going up to Billy Joel and asking uh, Billy Joel questions or um, conversing with the performer, but rather they're sitting there and enjoying um, the performance and conversing amongst each other. So I think that um, a stage is just something that simply puts someone into that environment. Um, the difference between uh, something that's like more physical and I think more virtual, or something that's like virtual, um, insofar that it's like streaming, um, is the intimacy that it provides. So often people are streaming from their bedrooms or uh, their living rooms or spaces which they would may identify as home versus a stage which is almost a leased space where someone comes in and interprets a set space in a way that trusts their art. The difference is the ownership of the space. The person on the virtual end of the spectrum owns the space entirely and therefore whatever you're looking at that is a sort of manifestation, a further manifestation of the performer itself where a stage is more curatorial and the space is static. It'll always be the same concert. If you, let's say you, you go to the same concert, you do two different acts at the same concert house. The concert house is going to remain, is going to remain the same, but the artistry might differ. However, you're going to feel a sense of familiarity by virtue of the space being the same. Or on a stream, you're not going to feel that sense of familiarity. Every place is going to feel alien to you while at the same time exhibiting a sense of intimacy because the space is completely in ownership of the performer. So Ascend Network has worked to define the term of a hybrid show model. What exactly is that? So the hybrid show model is uh, going into physical spaces and bringing virtual performances and broadcasting them into a physical space. So the the idea is to explore that virtual physical stage and figure out what is the line, what defines as a performance, what defines as a performer, how powerful is that boundary of a stage, and what can it mean for someone to perform. So the hybrid format allows people to, we, what we do is we have people broadcast into a space, say, be shown on projector and then have a sort of streaming setup so they're able to stream whatever songs are singing along or DJing to into this physical space. And the, the question then for the audience and even us as the people um, putting on the show is, um, who is performing, um, how real did this, did, did this feel? Um, and that's sort of the grand experiment of the hybrid show. Um, there's this great moment where uh, Young Pease, oh, an artist um, who we worked with in the past, she was doing a show in Rhode Island. We, we, we had this um, studio in Rhode Island and we had people in the crowd and Young Pease was projected onto the space and then um, she goes, uh, okay, everyone wave. And 
surprisingly enough, everyone in the venue started like waving, like they were at a concert waving to the beat. And it was this moment of like, you know, who are we taking this command from? Is this someone present in the space? Well, clearly, yes, they're able to manipulate the space, but are they really in, in the space because they're a projection? So it was this really surrealist moment that sort of encapsulated like what the hybrid show format is and um, some of the potential that it has uh, latent in it. And in relation to this song that we'll be premiering at the end of our episode, New Game, what is the origin of this song? <laughs> so that song came from uh, a jam session that uh, me and Evan, or Evan Ani, I think he, he would go by on Instagram, um, one half, or one third of Death Drive now, um, I thought I was going to have to perform and DJ, so I was practicing some of the new songs I had downloaded, and Evan decided to drum along. So Raj, uh, one of the other members of Death Drive, was actually, I guess, recording the the jam session and ended up utilizing this jam session in their noise project, Death Drive. I think it came out pretty cool. Where can people find you and Seventh Layer on social media? Yeah, so um, you can find us on Instagram at ascend.network, um, SoundCloud at Ascend Network, one word, and YouTube Ascend Network, one word. Ascend is spelled A-S-C-N-D, uh, can't afford the E. Um, and then you can find uh, my mixes on there, along with mixes from artists like uh, Azure, uh, Evanani, uh, Forgive, uh, Vasha, and so many other wonderful underground artists who have all come in to this space and participated in the network and have gone on to do the wonderful things that they've been doing. Um, there's also this proxy oh. artist who, um, I don't know how I feel about them. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can definitely check us out there um, and embrace Ascend to the Network. Well, thank you for crawling down to the tunnel with us today. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, I need to fly away now. Okay. That was terrible. That was so bad. That actually, no, that was so bad. Don't put that in, please. Now playing New Game by Seven Heavens and Death Drive. <laughs>
That was New Game by Seven Heavens and Death Drive. Are you an artist who wants to be featured on Deep Dark Tunnel Diaries? Check out our Instagram at Deep Dark Tunnel Radio for more information. Below the city lies a labyrinth of ancient.